Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for the most average podcast ever. (laughs) It's Zach. From this moment forward, people's champion, the Shelby sensation, the reverse Apache master. The man with the golden head, Dr. Cock and Balls. And the nose. That Kenny Powers is now dead. And he will never pick up a baseball ever fucking again. All right, week two of the NFL season meets Zach and the Nose podcast is back. Fantasy football is back. Football is back in general, and I'm happier now. My wife, not so happy because I spend all week long talking about football and watching it, but I don't care right now because it's podcast time. Zach in the Nose, volume 33. I'll let you start off. This is Spencer no- the, the Nose, uh, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E on Twitter. Uh, we usually give out an athlete that wore a jersey number. I know where you're going here. I, I don't even I, I don't even want to ask, but I'm going to let you do it. Volume 33 means what to you? Born on December 7th, 1956 in French Lick, Indiana. We are talking about the best and most beautiful man of all time. Three-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA Finals MVP. 12-time NBA All-Star. And the best shooter and natural ball player ever to be born. My idol, what you are to Dan Marino, is to what I am to my man, Larry Bird. Love you, Larry. I figured you were going there, so of course you know where I'm going with 33. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Of course. Why don't you go Laker style on me? No, I'm not going Laker style on you. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the running back from the Miami Dolphins. That's right. He wore number 33 <laughs> down here, and that's what I'm countering with. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar versus Larry Bird, except it's not that. It's not Lou Alcindor. I don't believe he was ever named Lou Alcindor, this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So that's where we're going. Volume 33 of the podcast. Of course, week one is now over with. We have some good things from week one. What did we learn from week one? No overreactions from week one, because that's what happens. Waiver wire hits after week one unless you literally this is the year what uh, 2008 I believe it was where Brady got hit on the first play of the game and he was done and he was probably your starter for your team and you didn't know what to do at that point that's that's worthy of an overreaction that's when you freak out nothing this week was that big of a deal there were some injuries we'll, yes. we'll get into that but knows what did we learn in week one what are some takeaways from week one we'll recap week one before we get we usually start off with your last nose pick of the week we're going to get into that later on in the podcast when we give the nose pick of the week for week two as well but give me some non-overreacting takeaways and what we learned from week one of the nfl season okay so i have 10 things that i want to bring up it's a list of 10 takeaways that i learned and of course we're trying not to overreact. Everybody, week one is just one week. We don't know what's going to happen in week two. You have players that looked really bad probably in week one that you're freaking out and you're asking me to take out of your lineup for week two. Listen, you start your starters. 
and you trust your draft right. come week two. Okay? You didn't draft all those guys to change your entire team after week one. Correct. Right. That's just the amateur hour move, and so we're not going to do that. But what have we learned? Because you do learn things. You have eyes. You watch the games, and we've learned things. So here's what I got. One, my God, the Giants' defense looked bad. That is a defense that had no pass rushers, zero. These guys all are nose tackles on the defensive line, and that means they're not getting to the quarterback. So that means the quarterback has a ton of time, like Dak Prescott did, to just carve up a very rough secondary for the Giants. So the first thing we look at is, okay, who are playing the Giants? Because we might want to really consider starting a lot of the guys that are going against them. That's week one. You know, Again, we'll see how they look week two. But so far, they look like they could be the dog of the defenses. And that goes for the same for the Dolphins, your Dolphins. Ugh. They made Lamar Jackson look like Joe Montana. Right. What? No, he is not Joe Montana. No. That was He was throwing balls into the air. and Flick they were, of the wrist, 60 yarders downfield. And he did look great. Right. I'm going to give him the credit, and we did recommend him last week. And, and But overall, I'm thinking more, though, the Dolphins looked really terrible. And that's something, again to look at. God knows who they're playing this week. Oh, yeah, I know. The and New England Patriots are coming into start town. Start them all. Right. Third one, as I was blown away by how bad the Seattle secondary looked, the Legion of Boom is no mas. No, no mas. Oh, when Andy Dalton is throwing for 418 yards against you, you got to look in the mirror. So for the three teams that I look at, I'm like, okay, you always want to identify the defenses that are really bad. Okay, that's what I do. And... Those are the three right now, after week one, without overreacting, that we're just going to monitor because it looked real bad again. I mean, Seattle secondary giving up 418 yards That's to, not like Seattle, to right. Andy Dalton. Right, who, to the oh, rifle, right. What? Not good. Um, okay, what else have we learned? Individual players. Josh Jacobs is for real. Good running back, right? No, nah, no. Nah. He could be a great yeah. running back because he's in the right system. Gruden's the old school type of coach. He's going to pound that kid into the ground. That's why they drafted him in the first round. He looked really strong. I mean, really strong. And uh, apparently, no other person had an opening rookie game like him until, uh, excuse me, Ella Ladanian Tomlinson in 1998. Yeah, it's pretty good company to be with. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's a pretty good company. Yeah. So yeah. Josh Jacobs, we learned, is if you picked him, Oh, you're loving him. That guy's a permanent staple into your lineup. Well, uh, we were talking about injuries. Tyreek Hill going down. It's a tough one. I mean, that was the biggest one of the week, right? Like, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Every so, It's got to be Tyreek. And it's the worst when you have – he was the number one wide receiver last year and uh, a player that I own in many leagues, I, I recommended in many leagues, and now all of a sudden he's out for – it, they say a few weeks. I expect it to be at least four to six weeks. I think I think I saw four to six this morning, and I think that it's it's not as terrible as they thought, but it's still a four to six week thing, no matter what. Which means Sammy Watkins right. is back. I guys, I mean, if you remember back in Clemson in those first few years before he had that injury bugs, there was nobody faster, sharper, and stronger. He, I saw him in the Orange Bowl live. He is a pure star um, when healthy. And he hasn't been healthy in years. But did you see him break away from secondaries? Yeah. He, that was, he was really good. That's catch, turn, go, and burning everybody. So people were drafting Sammy Watkins late. Now that he's uh, playing as the number one wide receiver right now with, with uh, Tyreek out, 
this is a very nice player to have on your team and right. a player you should be starting. So yeah, sure. Sammy Watkins gets a nice plus. God, that week one killed me, bro. God, Sammy Watkins week one. Wow. Wow. Is not, it was a big a, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, not, and I, we'll, we'll get into that a little sure, later sure, in this because sure. that was a big miss here. Um, as I've been talking to you, welcome to the league, TJ Hawkinson and Darren Waller. Those were two guys that I was highly coveted saying if you didn't draft those top three and a half tight ends that I've been saying over and over again and now we're going to talk, call it a top four after Evan Ingram's uh, wow, that yeah. half of now is top sure, right sure. and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ingram but let me tell you if you missed out on those four guys to hold out and get Hawkinson or Waller and please if you're able to listen to this and you could still get a Waller or a Hawkinson off of your free agent list grab those guys those are the tight ends of the future and they are here now next Tom Brady, good player. Good player. Got better. Got better. Right. People drafting him like his late, late, really late, beyond late. Yeah. He was like the nineteenth to twenty-first quarterback taken off the board. Now we obviously are. Everyone's talking to Antonio Brown. We have to see what goes on there. But if Antonio Brown's going to be playing on that offense, it's going to be absolutely lethal. Tom Brady is all of a sudden turning into a possibility of being a top five quarterback again, just like that. You know, I don't care how old he is. So Tom- Disclaimer, when we tape this pod, Antonio Brown has not been suspended or anything yet. If something does happen before Sunday, that doesn't mean Tom Brady's still off your list. But that's a disclaimer I'll throw here in the middle of taping of this damn podcast. Professional radio guy. Well, maybe. You just know what you're doing. Mm. Um, okay, well, this is the year where I have always, I've been doing this since like 1995, and I have always said, do not take a quarterback ever in the first round. Do not do it. You can't build the right team around it because you have to have like the perfect draft afterwards with no injuries to, to make it work. I'm still there, but oh my God, Pat Mahomes. You got to be close to saying he's it, a, you know. we're, I just It's going to be a theme to our podcast. Right, right. We're going to be doing this for many weeks right now. And a part of this theme to this podcast is wow pat mahomes he's really good oh my god it's we not know, a one-year wonder this guy right we know how good he is but he might be by the end of the year justifiable to say okay he is this good and putting up this many more fantasy points than the next quarterbacks that the difference in points might be worth it if you have some sneaky running backs and wide receivers down sure. the road i just want to point out how good pat mahomes is and if you were able to get him in the you know the third or fourth round because there were many drafts where people do not take quarterback. Sure. You may have hit a huge home run yeah. here. Okay, Dak Prescott in that Kellen Moore offense. We're not going to get over excited about it, but um, the Giants' defense was so bad last week. So again, we're going to stinky. Yes, but it looked creative. Amari Cooper looked amazing, and this Gallup kid is on the rise. So all of a sudden, the weapons with Zeke Elliott being back, the weapons for that. Uh, Dallas offense looks amazing, and I love their offensive coordinator there. So let's keep an eye on that. And last but not least, Dalvin Cook. Oh, it's been your romantic fantasy football guy for a couple years now. You see, I'm I'm thrilled that you were able to say that. No, because you said at the end of last year, too, or middle of last year, too, you know, with injury happening, that this is a guy. Trade for him. Trade for him. Trade for him. He's going to have a good end to the season, and he did. He did. And then, boom. It's like it's like last season never ended for him. He just kept going. Here's my comp for him. Uh, he reminds me of Edron James. Wow. Which for me wow. is like the greatest compliment one could give. He will run through you. He will run around you. He could catch the ball out of the backfield. And he is just straight. Oh, I, I don't know what the right word is. He is just nasty. Nasty. So if you got Dalvin Cook in your second round pick right now with whoever you took in the first, like God, if you had like a Hopkins Dalvin Cook 
um, you know, one, two, because that's sort of, uh, you know, the places that they were going. Oh, you're, you're off, happy now. You're off to a good start, man. Right. Oh, my God. Now. So those are my 10 takeaways. I from like week that. Now. I yeah. like that. We're, I'm going to hold you to it and have you do this every week with 10 takeaways from the week that just passed, good or bad, whatever it was, some things you liked, some things you don't, more work for you to do each week. We're now holding you to that here in the podcast. All right. So we usually get to the nose pick of the week or whatever it is, but we're going to go through the nosebleeds and the nose candy from the week that was. A couple of the things you gave us that were great, a couple of things you gave us that were bad. No one bats a 1,000. No. Uh, in fantasy football, if you are on the upside of 500, you are doing good. It's like when you're gambling. You win 51% of your games, you're going to win money. It's the same thing here in fantasy football. This is poker. You right, know, right. There is a major skill set to it. Right. But sometimes you just miss. That's, that's and, exactly right. it. So give me some nose candy from last week. Okay. I had a actually really good week besides my two major nosebleeds, which we're going to have to just suck it up in we'll a little get bit. To I've it. been dreading it all right. week. Okay, so... I said to start Lamar Jackson. I said he was going to have a monster game. Well, is uh, 325 yards and five touchdowns good enough for you? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh, Nelly. Oh, man, this is another thing. Like, Brady went super late. I can't believe where Drew Brees was I going. Know. He's like a backup for some people's leagues. That's how far back he went. I said to start him. Yeah, 370 yards and two touchdowns later. Not bad. Hey, I'm Drew Brees. You got Michael Thomas. He's fine, by right, the way. That's right. not, when that guy retires, that's when you don't draft him. Okay. Exactly, Same right. with Brady. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, major, major nose crush was Chris Carson. I've been telling you to draft him, draft him, draft him. 80 yards and two touchdowns. Great week for him. He's just going to be a horse there. He's their guy. Uh, Rashad Penny's a good backup, but he is that. He's a backup right now because Carson's a stud. So if you got him, rock and roll. I said to start Day-Day Westbrook and Will Fuller, and they both were really good. Uh, Day-Day Westbrook found the end zone. Will Fuller caught a few bombs. Um, I expect more out of him, but those were pretty good calls. Um, As much as I said that I loved Aaron Jones and he is the nose pick of the year, I said to basically be very cautious about him and or if you could afford it, bench him against that Bears defense on Thursday night because that Bears defense is absolutely insanely good against the rush. So as much as uh, I love Aaron Jones, and I do, and he's going to have an amazing year for you, uh, it was a pretty decent call and me covering my butt for saying to sit him. I said to start zero uh, Finns running backs. God, do they stink. Just don't do it. Last week, is bad. offensive line is so bad. I can't imagine. They're going to have to start eight offensive linemen for you to get a run game. It's awful. I know. It's awful. Bad. Uh, I said don't. I didn't love uh, Cam Newton, and I don't love. He him. doesn't look the same. He's not the can't same. Can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, right. and you can't run. Yeah, and where he's really slow on the run right now. Thank God he's got McCaffrey because McCaffrey's the stud of studs. The stud of studs. Right. Him and Kamara and Barkley are on another level, and Zeke is there too. Don't get me wrong, but oh my God! So he might be able to dump a ball off to McCaffrey, and he could take it eighty yards, and, and Cam will get those points. But uh, I just don't like how he's throwing the ball. I don't like his game right now. I also hate his attitude. That's a different story. Uh, so I said not to start him. And uh, those were the nose candies. A bit of, and, and I feel pretty good about yeah, it. Yeah, you had a good of list of nose candy. Of course, with nose candy comes the nose bleeds. We'll get to a couple of those uh, right now. Um, but the nose candy was really, it was good this week. It, it was, if you had a bunch of those picks that you had this week, including set guys not to start or not to play with the Aaron yeah. Jones stuff and the Finns running backs, you probably had a good week. All right, let's get to uh, the part where we kind of embarrass nose a little bit here. The nose bleeds. Give me a couple of those nose bleeds. I had two. I had only two really significant nosebleeds. Um, overall, I had a pretty good week, but I'm here. We go. I'm just going to crush myself. 
I said, don't trust Sammy Watkins because I just didn't know what he was going to do because you didn't know what kind of role he would have. They drafted a wide receiver in the very first, um, you know, the very first few picks in the second round. Tyreek Hills, their number one option. They got Todd, you know, Kelsey. Kelsey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens? Hill goes down in the first quarter, and then it's just the Sammy Watkins show. So if you listen to me on that one. Oops. Yeah, that's a bad nose, but I'm it, still, I'm still, I'm still wiping your face from that one. I'm yeah. literally, yeah. yeah, no good. And uh, even worse than that, I gave you a nose pick of the week fail. That's right. I did. Carry on. Johnson only had 62 yards total. Um, complete fail. I really expected him to be the focal point of that offense. He really wasn't. They were throwing the ball. Stafford looked amazing, and he was not really a part of that. 62 yards for a nose pick of the year. Awful, and I'm really uh, disappointed in his performance, but it happens, and we will get back on top this right, week. Right, that's it. You know, only, listen, the nosebleeds are always bad. Um, you're, the nose pick of the week, bad, when that bleeds, it's a bad one. But when you have a list like you did of nose candy, it kind of evens out a little bit. If you picked a couple of the nose candies and one, or, and one or both of the nosebleeds, you probably end up winning your week or coming close to it. You're so sweet for making me feel better right no, now. No, I am. Otherwise, there's people listening shame. right now that are like, shame, shame. 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 Exactly. Right. No shame at that point. I feel, oh, that like, might be I feel like Cersei's walking down the town right. just getting freaking egged by everything. Eggs, cabbage. It was a bad one. Cabbage but was a good maybe, one. maybe I'm exaggerating. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm, like, I'm happy that you're not because she was naked in that, and that means you'd be walking around here naked, scaring the hell out of everyone here in the building, in the prod room that we get to do this out of with the boxes everywhere, and we have to kind of work afterwards to clean up the space. Okay, so that brings us to, you want to do the nose pick of the week here? Okay, so then we're going to get on to what quarterbacks, what running backs, what wide receivers passed the sniff. It's been a while for us. I know it has. We're still getting used to it. It's still kind of preseason for us as well. All right, so let's get to a couple quarterbacks that passed the sniff test. All right, let's do this thing, okay? So one of my big plays this week for, and we're doing a lot of DFS plays. Sure, of course. Please tweet at me anything you want to know. I'm I'm on DraftKings. I'm on FanDuel. I, I pay attention. I play it. And I like to say I'm pretty good at it, too. But that being said, Josh Allen this week is my DFS cheaper quarterback play. If you want to spend your money on the running backs, wide receivers, or in your year-long leagues, if you have Josh Allen on your bench, uh, I really highly consider uh, starting him this week because he is going, of course, against that Giants defense. And here we go. So this is what we start to do. We look at the players that are going against these teams and I mean, Josh Allen looks like a guy who can run for 60 yards this week on top of throwing for 300 yards. He's a good play. He's Let me tell you something. This Bills team's a little tricky because their defense is so good. Yeah, the defense very good there. That means that they're going to get the ball, and they're going to get the ball in good field position as well. So I'm a big fan of Josh Allen this week. I expect him to have 25-plus fantasy points. So that's a, Wow, yeah. that's a nice week. So, yeah, you got to consider starting him if he's on your bench. All right, give me a couple more quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Don't overreact week one. Is that That's what we say. Right, don't right. don't overreact about Big Ben's loss, okay? Uh, Big Ben looked really bad against uh, the— The whole New, team did. They did. They did. I'm not going to overreact right. because they're going against Seattle again. We discussed that. So this is a week for him to come back. This is classic Big Ben. I'm expecting everybody to have a good game on that offense, okay? That's going to be a Big Ben show of 300-plus yards. He's going to have himself a few touchdowns. So, yes, it's so easy after week one. Oh, my God, Big Ben was terrible. No, we're not overreacting. If he's your starter, you're starting him week two. Just think about who crushed that Seattle defense last week, Andy Dalton. 
and that Big Ben is an upgrade over that with with good players on the team right. too. AJ Green right. is not even out there. I right. know, and exactly. I mean, I, we saw this guy Ross, who's you know the rookie. He's, he's a fast, he's solid, right? Washington, yeah, solid he, player. very solid. But we hadn't seen that yet. And then they have Boyd, but no, their weapons are not like oh, they did it with you know average weapons in my opinion. and Dalton. God, he was almost he's unstartable the Big last. Ben's got double Jew, he's got James Conner, he's got a good team. Even Vance McDonald on that team they at tight do. end. So yeah, you're right. So get him in there. And then a same exact concept. Uh you have a Matt Ryan. A lot of people drafted him early because some people, you know, sometimes they're in the draft room and they're like, oh, I have to get a quarterback, even well, though I told, you to, quarterbacks go, I, of course, I told yeah. you to wait, but they took him and they were not happy with the week one's performance. He had a dirty touchdown, beautiful throw to Calvin Ridley late in that game, but overall very underwhelming performance. That's going to change. He's going to have a very nice game against uh, the Eagles Sunday night football at home in the dome. That's where he's going to do it. So uh, Matty Ice is very safe to start this week. Don't overreact. All right, those are your three quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Josh Allen, Big Ben, and Matt Ryan. Let's get on to the next position, the running back position. Give me a couple running backs that pass the sniff test. We all saw Derrick Henry last week, right? Solid. Beyond solid. Yes, he okay. was good. He was really yeah. good. And all of a sudden, I started thinking to myself, you know what? Did people draft him too late, including myself, because of that injury that they, that going into the season he's got the injuries in the legs? Yeah. Well, guess what? Do we remember what he did last year? He had a couple great games. Couple great games. Yeah, he yeah. had a record-setting month. Okay, he was that good, and everybody just you know sort of like said, okay, he's still around the you know the twelfth to fifteenth best running back, maybe fifteenth to seventeenth best running back going into this draft. You were all were wrong. The Tennessee Titans are a team that is built around an amazing defense. They're going to end up being a top five defense this year. And what do they do? They're going to pound the ball because they can't really throw the ball that well with Mariota. I like A.J. Brown, by the way. They're uh, the, the wide receiver there. Right, right. But overall, this is going to be a ground and pound team. He's going to get volume in a big way. And I love him this week. I love him every week. So if you, uh, the guy that I just want to make sure that you know, you got to steal in Derrick Henry. I want to bring that up. He's going to have a monster game, and he, he's just a guy that you cannot take out of your lineup right now because he was drafted in the flex range right now. Right, now right. He's like an RB1 or 2, and that's what I'm saying. RB2 on my team, that's for sure. All right, give me a couple more running backs that pass the sniff test. So one of the biggest disappointments of week one where we're not going to overreact again, Sony Michelle. What a disappointment. You got yourself a lot of James White back there, and you got Burkhead now who's playing back there. I don't care. You are not going to overreact, and you're going to start on week two against your Miami Dolphins. Ooh, that defense. I think I'd run for 80 yards on that defense. This is the, this is the time where they're going to get – I'm expecting them to go up big, and then they're going to pound the ball with him. And unlike last week, he's going to find holes. And he's coming home. I can't believe I'm singing. He's Lucky coming you. home. What is he? Uh, uh, American Heritage is right, finest? Michelle, American Heritage. Okay, yes. so he's coming home. And he's probably going to have a whole lot of family out there. And he's got a little bit to prove because he was terrible last week. Yes, he was. But I still am saying don't overreact and keep Sony Michelle in your lineup. All right, give me one more running back that passes the sniff test. I'm going to try to redeem myself. Oh, boy. Carrion Johnson's going to do wow. it. I went from nose pick fail 
to saying he's going to be doing it again. He's going against the Chargers' rush defense, which I believe is very subpar. They have a good uh, Joey Bosa, but he's not a great against the run. He's going to try to tackle the quarterback. Carry um, on, Johnson. I'm going back to the well with you. Do not take him out of your lineup. I know you might be tempted to because of a bad game week one. He will be just fine this week. Start him. Carrie Ann Johnson, Derrick Henry, Sony Michelle, running backs that pass the sniff test. All right, let's get to wide receivers. Give me a couple wide receivers this week for you that pass the sniff test. Oh, Josh Allen to John Brown. So John Brown, this is a guy who got 10 targets, and that's what we're looking at a lot right now. You look at targets because some people could have some big plays, but if you're getting very few targets, it's just less opportunity to be good. John Brown is right now Josh Allen's guy, and I really think that he's a must-start this week. I would start him with confidence. He's going against the Giants, as we discussed, so I'm all in on the Bills' offense this week. All in. John Brown, give him a start. All right, give me a couple more of that uh, pass the sniff test. So going off of that Big Ben, uh, you were saying that you expect the double Jew to have a big game. Right, Juju, right. he's going to. But the guy who I am telling you is going to step up on this team is James, a.k.a. Jimmy the Washington. Jimmy Washington, he's a star, dude. I know he is like going to be my next Juju, okay? So when they had Antonio Brown and Juju there, now Juju's going into that Antonio Brown role, and it's not going to be Dante Moncrief. I'm not, I am not impressed about that guy. So there we go. We'll say that. James Washington is a player that if you have him on your bench and someone like Tyreek Hill got hurt and you need to fill a spot, I'm giving you the green light. I really expect him to have that breakthrough big catch 50-plus yard touchdown, it's going to be beautiful. you have any other wide receivers this week that pass the sniff test? I, I, I see you laughing because, remember, I write these on uh, Monday and Tuesday night, and it's sometimes a little early, but we do our podcasts on Wednesday, sure, sometimes sure. do it on Thursday. Yeah. So guess who I put down? I put down Antonio Brown. Sure. Well, I mean, it's an obvious one to me if he's okay playing and doesn't have legal issues. But that might stand in the way of him playing on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. It's super interesting, and it's a thing that I know that everyone's going to be asking, do I start Antonio Brown or not? And right now, as it stands, we don't know at this exact moment because there is so much out there. And you know how these stories creep up and creep up. Of course. And we're in a Me Too movement, and this is a very serious situation and a serious, you know, it's just a serious the allegations. It's and the accusations alleg- around Antonio Brown are very serious, even though a lot of people have their opinions on it, saying it's a money grabber, this and that. It's still a legal matter with lawyers putting out statements, and the New England Patriots have to put an official statement on their website and on Twitter about it. And you never know what's going to happen without that even out there. Take all that out. Everything is cleared. It's still Bill Belichick trying to get Antonio Brown into the system, which also means that could be an extra week of sitting around and waiting. The difference is if he plays and he comes home to Miami where he's a, a proud Viking of Miami Norland, then this is going to be an interesting situation where he's going to want to blow up. But it all depends on if he is able to play and if Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots play him. There is a possibility we post this podcast tomorrow morning, tonight, in an hour, it doesn't matter, and all of a sudden he gets put on the commissioner exempt list, which means he's totally screwed for a couple weeks until this whole process goes. But I do like it. If he plays, I'm fully on board with start that dude. He passes the sniff test. Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do on this. Again, when you listen to this, it could be on a Saturday, and this could be old news. Antonio Brown every day has a new storyline. The saga. It's unbelievable. Wu-Tang, the saga continues. Nice. But what we're going to do here is we're going to follow it and 
the bottom line is this. If he practices and he shows up and he conforms and they say that he's a full go, you start him. But that's it. Right. Right. That's it. Um, we don't know how it's going to be, but if you if what I just said happens where it's just straight up business as usual right now that he got his practices in, he got his reps in, he understands the playbook, then just again, he's coming home and you said it. Nobody really is more proud of Miami than he is. He says it flat out. He is who he is. He doesn't conform. He is from, where is he from? Oh, man, he's from Liberty. Uh, where's Liberty he? City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, that yeah. guy is, right, right, right. that's legit Miami. No, no, no. He is He is as Miami as it gets. The storyline around him is is the tough upbringing. Miami, New Orleans. Right. Uh, small school, drafted. He's going to want to blow up. Right. At this home. Is, if there is a game this year, that he's going to want to have a big game. It would have been probably last week where New England played Pittsburgh and he'd want to, you know, shit all over them right. to, to, to say that. But then it's this week where he's coming home to Miami and, and playing in front of his family and a lot of people that know him probably has to he buy works, 60 or 60 tickets. Yeah, he comes right. down here, he works out here, right, he right. trains here, he but allegedly rapes here. Finest, yes, right. right. All right, well, F you, Hartner. Keep going. Next one. All right. Now, we got through the wide receivers that passed the sniff test, James Washington, John Brown, and the possibility of Antonio Brown being on that list also. With all the passing of the sniff test, we also have to have guys that fail the sniff test. Let's we'll start with the quarterback position. Give me a couple quarterbacks that fail the sniff test. The number one player that people are like, oh, my God, is Kyler Murray worth a start? You know, is he now really good? What a great first game by Kyler Murray. And... um I guess what I'm saying to you is at home, it's a lot easier for your first NFL game to have a very nice game. Uh, David Johnson looks great, by the way. So things are clicking. Things are clicking there, but he's going into Baltimore. Ugh. Right. So this is the week where we're going to really find out what kind of you know chips we have in terms of uh, Kyler Murray. Is he going to be the man or not? Well, if he goes into Baltimore and he blows up, let me tell you something. You may have had something with him uh, if you picked him as your second quarterback. So Kyler Murray, though, is a guy this week I'm still holding on my bench. One more week going into Baltimore, brutal. That's a rough one. Yeah, man. that's a rough one. All right, give me a couple more quarterbacks that fail the sniff test. So believe it or not, Eli Manning had what would look to be a respectable first game, just completely keying in on Evan Ingram. Uh, a lot of people hating on the Giants in terms of, you know, get Manning out of there, Daniel Jones this, Daniel Jones that. He was totally good. But he won't be this week. Going against the Buffalo Bills, they have the number one, you know, in my opinion, they have the number one defense in the NFL. That's what I'm throwing wow, out wow. there. I, oh man, I do believe in this defense. And as the worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let in. Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Weather gets colder. It gets harder to play yeah, there. Correct. But anyway, Eli Manning, it's a no-brainer. Don't start him. And also, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, no good. I mean, he has to get, throw the ball to you know Kittle 
30 times for him to be good. That's yeah, it's good for Kittle owners. Yeah. Great for Kittle owners, but he has no wide receivers. They had their starting wide receiver being their number one, being Dante Pettis, who I believe played for like two snaps or something ridiculous week one. He has no weapons. Marquise Goodwin's nowhere to be found. I mean, seriously. So Jimmy Garoppolo, all he could do is throw to a tight end, and uh, defenses are going to say, okay, I'm going to key in on this, right, right. and I'm going to make Linebacker sure. Linebacker with some safety help, and you get Kittle right out of the game. And then all of a sudden, Garoppolo is a very, Back very. Back to the 0.0 rating Thank in preseason. Thank you. Shaky, yeah, shaky. It. Don't start him. All right, Eli Manning, Kyler Murray, and Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterbacks that fail the sniff test. Let's go to the next position. Running backs that fail the sniff test. So one of the most popular plays on the waiver wires is Adrian Peterson. Sure, of Because Darius Geis is very questionable to be playing this upcoming week, which means AP is going to get uh, the start. But they still have Thompson back there. And I just don't believe that you should be starting AP, pick him up and start against the Dallas D, who I thought did a pretty decent job of containing Barkley. Now, again, he, he ripped off a few big runs, but that's the best the best running back in the game. Um, Dallas is going to stuff the living hell out of AP this weekend. So don't be cute. Don't pick him up and start him. I know he's a starting running back. And it's I know, trendy. It's uh, trendy. It's, exactly. I don't like the trend, though, okay? Um, next, we learned something in the Chargers game. We sure did. We learned that Austin Eckler is pretty damn good. We learned that Melvin Gordon got some terrible advice. We did, because all of a sudden, who needs Melvin Gordon there right now? Why pay him $12 million a year when Eckler's making like 50 cents on the dollar right great, now? Great call by you. Melvin Gordon... Got bad advice. Bad advice. He has to come back by week ten, so right? He, it, it's, so he gets the eligibility of the year, so he can get back to being an unrestricted free agent when it all happens. And instead, they're literally laughing at him, going, "All right, you wanted twelve, we'll give you six. Right? And he doesn't want six. So as as great as Eckler was, and he was, and this has nothing to do with him, but he was supposed to be a fifty fifty split with Justin right. Jackson, right. who, right. by the way, looked pretty good. Don't pretty good. I, I don't like him this week because there is. You know, a new sheriff in town right now. That's Austin Eckler. Right. Oh, he got that kid. Looked he great. looked really good. And for all the people that drafted late in your draft because you were either handcuffing Melvin Gordon or you were just worried about the fact that that other guy drafted Melvin Gordon. So let me just pick him up just in case Melvin sits out. You got a stud probably in rounds 10, 11, 12, 13, wherever it was, because no one wanted to touch that guy. You were smart. He was the difference of winning and losing in so many millions of fantasy leagues this right? past week. Forget about it. If you had him in DFS, like you won. I mean, I you mean, paid nothing for him basically, and you got a quality number one starting running back for that money. He was beautiful. So um, just keep an eye on that. I think he's going to be the guy there. And so people who have Justin Jackson uh, on your bench, I would just keep him there for yeah. now, or, or or get rid of him. It, 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 we're, it's pretty close it's to that. Close to I'd that. like for you not to. I'd like okay. for you to get, give me listen one, to the nose. Don't listen to me. Give him one more week. Okay, I respect that, but give yeah. him one more week. Anyone else? Any running backs that uh, give me one more if you can? Yeah, everyone got a little excited about Miles Sanders for the Eagles, um, who I thought looked good, but I can't believe it. How old is Darren Sproles? One hundred and eleven. I know. I know. It's crazy. And he's still out there a lot, a lot. And then you have Howard still there, who looks pretty good. Right. I, you almost forgot about that, right? We have ourselves a very real, very true running back by committee situation for the Eagles. And until somebody gets hurt there, so somebody has to rise to become the guy, I don't like any of them at all because you just don't know. I, I like Sanders the most because he seems to have a, a lot of talent and he could break something. But, man, every time I was looking, I see number 43. 
I mean, what is going on? Didn't that, that dude break his neck or something like that? Like something crazy? Like broke his back. God it was spinal. And God he came bless back. him. Because yeah. that's a running back that keeps right. going. I mean, he just keeps going. He's so, got to be close to 110. I don't like any of the Eagles running backs. All right. So next position we got to get to wide receivers that fail the sniff test. The best cornerback in football that people don't really know yet is Tredavious White of the Buffalo Bills, who will be locking down Sterling Shepard. He is their wide receiver one there. You would not be. Sterling Shepard's going to have a bad game. Okay, so that's just do not put him in your lineup. Do not pass go. Do not do it. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald. I can't believe I'm doing this. This is a big jig. Because how good is he? He's the this he's is, one of the best there was. It is. Everybody's like, I'm not going to draft the old man. I'm not going to be the guy who drafts Larry Fitzgerald because everybody likes to now trend in the direction of not being the guy who drafts the old man. Dude, that guy's special. That right. is first ballot Hall of Fame special, and he had a wonderful week one. Um, against the Ravens, though, we're going to probably say because Kyler Murray's going into that hardcore of an environment, and that is a tough place to play, I do don't love Larry Fitzgerald this week. So a lot of people are going to be putting him in their lineups. I don't think they're going to get the production they, they want from it. All right, so give me one more wide receiver that fails the sniff test. Oh, I hated him all year. I'm not tooting my horn, but this Jarvis Landry situation wow. is bad. How talented is he? He's good. I mean, it, it's crazy, too, because this week uh, they're up on was it Monday Night Football against the Jets. Uh, he hates Adam Gase. Adam Gase hates him. It's 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 kind of on record, uh, but off the record. Between I didn't know those that. Two. There there's there, and I have just a feeling because when I saw him on your you know fail the sniff test list, uh, I don't know where to go on this one because someone is going to budge from this. Either Jarvis is going to have a monster day because Baker wants to get him the ball, or Adam Gase is going to make it a point to shut down Jarvis Landry, let anyone else do what they can, stop him when we can. Something is going to budge. Either this is going to be an amazing pick by you, or this is going to be a nosebleed to the fullest extent by next week. Wow. Interesting information. And I also, because you won't say it, I happen to know you have like a personal relationship with Adam Gates. I do. I know, which is so... This is going to get personal this week. Okay. Jarvis hates Adam. Adam does... I'm. I'm not. I don't know. This is on record or not. Adam probably doesn't like Jarvis Landry. Uh, it was nasty when it was down here. Something is going to budge from this. So I don't know. This is a 50-50 one for me on this list for you because I don't know if Jarvis is going to be fed the ball by Baker because emotions are going to get into it, or if Adam Gase is going to put his middle finger up on the sideline and say, get the ball to whoever else you can because Jarvis ain't touching it. It is my belief that this will not get personal. The only thing that's real personal is that Cleveland comes out thinking that they're the shit. Of course. And they got rolled by the ten, uh, the Titans' defense. I mean, roll. Tennessee left. really made a statement last week in week one of the NFL season. So all of a sudden, this Cleveland hype train, look, and we're not overreacting here, but what I'm saying to you is, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm getting number, uh, what's this? I don't even know his number anymore. I don't even know number 13. Number I'm getting yeah. number 13, Odell Beckham, oh, the ball. Okay. okay, I'm Jarvis Landry is going to be possibly a second thought, an afterthought on this team. Did you see they were throwing the ball to Higgins all over? Right, right. Right, right. so... And Callaway's suspended. He's not even out there. I still do. I mean, Landry, the guy's got one of the best hands in the game. He's an amazing route runner. He's an emotional good player. I just 
need to see it first, and I did not see it at all. He does; He's not getting the targets, so I'm still benching him. I do not trust him. You could go with your personal angle, and, right, I, and right. I sort of like it because you have some inside information it, on it. It's just it's a personal thing, I think, for both guys. Yeah, Landry might go up to Baker and say, I need the ball. I want the ball right. 40 times. The difference is, is that... I think Adam on the other side is going to tell his guys, whoever's out there out covering, you know, wide receiver one or wide receiver two or safety help, you just make sure you bump him on the line and he doesn't touch the ball and that's it. That would be one of the stupidest things that Gates could right, do. Is say, shut down, right, let's right, shut down Landry. Right, right. No, that's not going to happen. I don't know in my where opinion, the emotions are going to fly. We'll see, though, because right. we've, we've learned something about Gaze. I think he's a little kooky. Right, he's, he's kooky. Absolutely yeah, I love out of him. It. I love him, but he's kooky. Yeah, yeah, and he completely choked last week. Oh, that oh, was some God. horrible coaching. Yeah, there's a couple text messages after the game uh, from that guy. He wasn't very happy. <laughs> All right, so those are the three wide receivers that failed the sniff test. It's Sterling Shepard, it's Larry Fitzgerald, and Jarvis Juice Landry. Okay, so that brings us to one of my favorite parts of the podcast here. It's the nose pick of the week. Nose is going to give you a guy that he loves this week, and sometimes it's a nose bleed and sometimes it's nose candy some sometimes it's in between there but this week week two nfl season and fantasy football the nose pick of the week is i gotta get this one out before it just is becomes super obvious because another man crush for me for many you know since he came into the league i am the biggest Allen robinson fan and when he went down i would if you remember when we were doing this when he was in jacksonville i had him like going like 19th or 20th overall um you know in a wide receiver one slot right. with jacksonville and god knows who their quarterback was at the time yeah his name is blake bortles Allen robinson is a superstar i'm saying this i'm making it clear i think if you have eyes if you have eyes and could watch an nfl game and if you could watch this guy he's a star and I know it now it's depending on Mitchell Trubisky getting him the ball. But if I'm the offensive coordinator, I'm throwing the ball to him 15 times a game because this guy will catch anything and everything. And he could use his body to get his feet in, you know, if it's tight on the sidelines. I'm mega impressed with Allen Robinson. So I'm just going out there and saying, obviously, he's a must start. OK, but if you have Allen Robinson... I'm telling you, I think you got yourself back to a wide receiver one, wide receiver two type of play, and I know you got him late. Right, of you course. got him late, and we were recommending him on our draft well, pod. Yes, I, we I, were. I went yeah. hard on him, and I'm, I think he's just going to have a really, really good game against the Broncos. If you watch that game on Monday night late, Tyrell Williams, who is a good player, don't get me wrong, was getting behind that defense. And he had a really nice game. I expect a really big game out of Allen Robinson. And again, I'm sort of doing this in week two because by week eight, I have a feeling it's going to be like, you can't, you know, I'm not here recommending, you know, oh, go, you know, start, you know, Odell Beckham or something. It's just not, it's not. Well, listen, hopefully by the end of the season, Allen Robinson will be in that same category where it's the obvious, come on, nose. What do you mean Beckham? What do you mean Julio Jones this week? I'm I'm jumping in real early because he just looks great. Um, I expect Trubisky to have a better game. I expect that offense to look better. It looked miserable, but in a miserable outing by that Bears offense, one man shined, in my opinion, and that was Allen Robinson saying, hey, guys, remember me? Just his just his body his just. Everything about him, just I look at him and I see star. So the nose pick of the week is Allen Robinson having just another wide receiver one type of game. DFS, all leagues, stardom, stardom, stardom. Please don't fail me because I just, I can't, I cannot have another nosebleed, okay? So Allen Robinson, don't fail me. All right, Allen Robinson, the nose pick of the week for week two and... 
That'll do it for Volume 33, Zach Evans Podcast, the Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar running back for the Dolphins edition of our podcast. Uh, good luck to everyone out there. Make sure if you didn't uh, hear what you wanted to hear on the podcast and you have other questions, on Twitter, at Spencer Knows, N-O-S-E. Hit him up. He's always on Twitter. He'll help you out any way he can. Lots of tweets I saw last week getting to you, asking you for certain questions. And if it's on Sunday morning early, I'm sure he could help too. DFS questions as well. Whatever the case may be, the nose will help. Nose, as always, thank you, my partner in crime. Awesome. We're here. I mean, now it's just we're it was such a build up to the season. And we're here now. And now we're here. Right. So right. this is it. It's like boom, Thursday night football. Oh, it's just right you know coming up right in your face. Right. Right in your and, face. And then it just oh, you know, it's beautiful. Three days out of the week we have NFL football and then obviously college. Life We're in football season. Good. Life is good for yeah. us, bad for our wives at this point. Uh, there it is. So that's volume 33. We'll talk to you again next week. Make sure to tell your friends, your family, your enemies, everyone about the podcast. Download it at WQAM.com, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else our podcasts are being. Anywhere in Asia. I don't know where it's getting played, but we'll, you can hear it at that point. Thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you again next week for week three of the NFL season. It's Zach and the News. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.